know this, um, our first reading starts off innocently enough. It seems very peaceful. It's as though Elijah decided to just take a bit of time to pray, to go on a retreat or a day of recollection. But if we go back to the Bible and we read the whole story about what happened just before this, we get the real picture. Elijah was running for his life. King Ahab was angry at him, and Jezebel, the king's wife, was after him. And that's putting it very mildly. Actually, she was slaughtering the prophets of the Lord by the dozen. Elijah had to get out of there. So distressed was this courageous man of God that he even prayed that God would take his life. He wanted to die. And then on almost no food, he walked for 40 days into the wilderness until he reached Mount Horeb. And there on that mountain, we find him today. There we find him desperate, afraid, despairing, almost suicidal, and starving. Elijah, the greatest man of God of his generation, the greatest prophet, a man of towering courage and of power, was alone and afraid in a cave. But this man of God knew what to do. Listen to God's voice and follow his will. And it seems as well that Elijah was very much like the rest of us. What is our concept of God? We know that God created the world out of nothing, that he led his people out of slavery, freed them from the Egyptians, parted the Red Sea, fed them with manna in the desert and water from the rock. And we expect, and it seems that Elijah may have expected as well, to hear his voice in a mighty wind, in an earthquake, or in fire, in power, majesty, and awe. But it was not so on that day. And in fact, that is rarely true. No, the Lord God that day was heard in a tiny, whispering sound, in a still, small voice. And Elijah recognized it. What a lesson that is for us. What a lesson that is for all of us, for any one of us here who have ever been afraid. Is there anyone here who has never feared? Who has never struggled with the power of sin and temptation in their life? Is there anyone here who's never lost a loved one? Who's never disturbed by the distressing news of war and terrorism and oppression? Who never doubts, never despairs, never struggles just to hang on, and who is always confident and always sure, always cheerful, and always on top of things. Now, maybe there is one or two of you like that here today. Just wait a few days. You will get your turn. You will find out. And what happens then? Be like Elijah. He did not set his own terms of how the Lord would speak to him. But in doing so, he recognized it when it came in the most surprising way, in a tiny, whispering sound. He heard it, believed it, obeyed it, and acted on it immediately. Elijah knew to let God be God, and he followed him. And how much we can see these same themes in our gospel today. 
Now, so often today, today's gospel, so familiar, is interpreted only in one aspect of it. That is the lesson about faith. And certainly as it is, as we hear Jesus' very loving words to Peter, O you of little faith, why did you doubt? But how much more there is in this reading. If we get into the boat with the disciples today, imagine that. Jesus is off praying somewhere. He has been gone all night. You're in a boat miles from shore. You're being tossed about by waves because the wind is against you. It's the fourth watch of the night. That means between 3 and 6 o'clock in the morning. And everyone was completely exhausted. But then we read, Jesus came toward them, walking on the sea. The disciples saw him and they were terrified. It is a ghost, they cried out in fear. How terrifying, how much like Elijah's experience. But look what happens next. Peter, of course, always the impulsive one, always the confident one, kind of a New Testament Elijah, says, Lord, if it is you, command me to come out to you on the water. And Jesus says, come. And good old Peter, he obeys at once. And how crazy is this? He steps out on the water and begins walking toward the Lord. Would any of us here do the same? Peter comes out as the chump in many people's eyes, that he was the one who didn't have enough faith. But I ask you again, would any of you step out on the water in a storm-tossed sea? Not into the water, onto the water. Remember, you're in a boat. The wind is roaring. You're miles from shore. Jesus walks toward you and actually announces that he is Yahweh God. Our translation says that he said, it is I. But actually he uses the verb, I am. The same name that the Lord revealed in the burning bush to Moses. And we see as well at the end of the gospel that the apostles do come to saving faith. As they read that those in the boat did him homage, saying, truly, you are the Son of God. So what can we learn today? Well, we can learn to listen, as Elijah did in that cave, so that he could hear the tiny whispering sound of the voice of the Lord when it came to him. We can listen as Peter did, when he heard and answered and obeyed the Lord's simple one-word command, Come. We can learn to believe, to trust, and to follow And to know that in spite of the circumstances we do find ourselves in, that the Lord wants nothing but good for us. For he will strengthen us and bring us through any struggle and any trial we may face. And consider poor Peter. Here he was, the chief of the apostles, the rock, the confident believer. He steps out onto the water. How amazing is that? And notice carefully, he never says, This is crazy. I'm walking on water. He never says, wow, look at me. Isn't this awesome? No, it was when he saw how strong the wind was that he became frightened. It was fear that did him in, just as it did Elijah when he fled for 40 days into the wilderness. Fear, that is the great crippler of us all. 
And what does Jesus say to us? Be not afraid. Be not afraid. And what does he do? He stretched out his hand and rescued Peter. You see, Peter, confident Peter, believing Peter, began to sink. He called out in terror. He was looking at his own death in the face. But he knew who to call upon when he cried out, Lord, save me. And Jesus stretched out his hand. And he dragged Peter. Peter, who was shamed in front of his friends, cold, wet, shaking, trembling with fear, huddled in the belly of the boat. But he was rescued. Brothers and sisters, it's not when you are sorely tested, when you feel like giving up, when this struggle seems too great, when you are filled with fear, but call upon Jesus with expectant faith and he will reach out his hand and he will rescue you. Will he make all your roads smooth and easy? No. Peter was still wet. He was still ashamed. He was still cold. But he will rescue you. He will rescue you. Trust, believe, follow, and obey. And he will give you your life. And he will give you purpose and meaning and joy. For as the scriptures tell us elsewhere, whosoever calls upon the name of the Lord will be saved.